you need to cross rivers of raging waters if you're gonna make it to the other side you need the grace of God oh, oh. Jesus said I will be with you till the very end of the world these words will carry you on through the storms of life incensed against thee they shall be ashamed they shall be as nothing those who strive with thee shall perish oh, oh. thou shalt seek them and not find them those that contend with thee they that war against thee shall be as nothing as a thing of none
Hallelujah. All right. Let's pray. Father, we give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory. Just ask the Lord to speak to you with the spirit of revelation at this time. Father, we are thankful for the blessing you give to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Glory to God. Now we are 
this camp is called Use It or Lose It. And it's from the scripture, take therefore the talent from him and give it to him that had ten talents. So somebody's going to have eleven talents, which are not <laughs> odd number because somebody doesn't want to do his, doesn't want to use his talent. And then in the end, one person has to be given the talents and then, um, you know, it's sad. But I believe everybody here is going to use his talent. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And everybody here is going to do better than his or her parents. Amen. 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 How many know that your parents are human beings? So they also, just like everybody, fall short of a certain glory. And God wants you to be uh, having... At least do better than your parents. You know? In every way. And your parents want you to do better than they did. Your parents want you to do better than they did. I'm telling you. Unless it's, not, unless it's not a normal parent. A normal parent wants you to do better. Alright? So now... Ephesians 4 and verse 8 says, he gave gifts. The first gift God gave was to love us and give us his son. When his son was withdrawn from the earth, do you see, by ascending to heaven, okay, when that gift, you know sometimes somebody can give you a gift and take it back, and then he'll give you something to replace. So when he took back his gift, okay, then he gave more gifts to men. And the gifts he gave to men, you can think of it in two ways. Either you are the gift, the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, or the teacher, or an apostle, prophet, the pastor, and teacher is given to you. Both are true. Because he gave gifts to everybody. And you have to believe it. Now, you do not see your ministry until you are prepared to start doing your ministry with one talent to one person. For each of these gifts, which I believe I have seen, right? Uh, I have seen myself operating in the gift. Do you see? Off each of these ones with one person. Yes. With one person. So if I talk about apostle being sent to spent on a special mission to build the church. When I was in London in 1980 my my pastor Michael Bassett um, was starting a church and I, I believe I was also sent to him as an apostle but sent, sent to him to, just to help him to build a church so I gathered many people and brought them to the church but with 
by myself, going around from person to person, person to person, building the church. Like going far, if you know London, I mean, I was living around somewhere in the south, and I, I would go all the way to the north, all the way to the east. I know everywhere in London because of this thing. I used to go everywhere, finding people and bringing them to the church. I said, let's go. Finchley Road is the church. They, and we gathered them. So as an apostle sent to help somebody, I didn't know that I was an apostle. I didn't know I was helping. I didn't know I was even building a church. I was just trying to serve the Lord. But you see, all these are examples of somebody who is sent. When you talk about pastoring people, being a pastor and leading people, I've been shepherding people for years. From the time that I was in secondary school, you see me following one one person will concern me so much. Just one person. I remember I was following up a sister. She was a very beautiful sister. So boys liked to do things with her. But she was beautiful. And so they, they would come, you know. And I remember one day I, I was so concerned about this person. I went to see a brother. I heard, pray with me. He took me to a room somewhere and we prayed. Just for this one person. I mean, I walked a long distance. And I said, this is the problem. So when we prayed, and he said he has seen a vision. I said, what vision? He said, I saw a chain around her leg. I said, wow. I mean, that's just me on my pastoral work. But on one person. That is concerns me. My, my concern is that the person is failing and the person is being captured by dragons and other serpents, monkeys, monkeys. Uh, this was my concern. I'm not being paid for it. I have no reason to walk as far as I went to walk. I have to go and tell somebody a problem. It has nothing to do with me, but somebody's soul. And pray for the person. Pray. I remember that prayer. It was in the night. Oh, yes. This friend had a key to a church. And he had a key to a room in a church. That was not his church or anybody's church. But I think the pastor, I don't know whether it was a relative, but he had a key to the church and a room in the church. So he took me to the church. And we found a dark room somewhere. We entered. I said, what is this place? The room. And he said, let us pray. Oh, yes. And what, what do we pray for? We're praying for a soul that I have been following up. I know the soul. And I can see that some boys are chasing this girl. Oh, wow. And then when he saw, when he saw, he saw, he saw that vision, he said, there's a chain around it. Or there's either a chain or a snake. <laughs> And I got the savior. That's a pastoral work. One to one. One to one. One soul. No church. I didn't have any church called Lighthouse Chapel. I didn't have anything. Yes. One to one as a pastor. And then a teacher. I would teach. One to one. Salvation. 
Holy Ghost baptism, especially I used to teach about the new creation. Yeah. One of my favorite topics in those days was the new creation. Oh, yes. And all my topics were topics of, other topics of prayer, or topics of kinetics, exactly word for word. Yeah, if he preaches that, I also preach that. That's how I come, I discovered the anointing. Now, preach what they preach, and you soon see that you are walking in their shoes. Yeah. Evangelism, soul winning, one-to-one. Yeah. I've witnessed to every kind of person. So much so that I know what they are going to say. Yeah. There's a time I got so used to witnessing to Europeans, I knew what they would say. Uh, I know. And I told, I said, you are going to say this, you are going to say this. Going to say this. That's what they say. Because they always say the same thing. And prophetic, one-to-one. Yeah. I remember years ago when I was in the same, that same era, you know, I had a word from the Lord, caused Jerusalem to know her abominations. Oh, yes. It was the exact word, caused Jerusalem to know her abominations. Yes. It was about her sister. Oh, yes. I, I went to her. I said, the Lord has revealed to me that I should cause Jerusalem to know her abominations. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. And when I confronted her, she came, she came out with it. Uh, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. Cause Jerusalem to know her abominations. Oh, yes. Many of the ministries is personal. One day I had a vision about somebody. And uh, I saw the person in the kitchen and I was talking to the person then suddenly I walked deeper into the kitchen and then I looked into the storeroom and somebody was sitting there the person was sitting in the storeroom so as I was talking to that person who was in the kitchen the person was in the storeroom listening to what I was saying so God showed me that this person you cannot trust this person. Because when you are talking to the person, you are talking to somebody else as well. Yeah. One to one. And it was true. Oh, yes. I may not have come out in the public to say to one person or to this person, are you with me? In the church, because that's now another level. That's not a one talent. But for one talent, you see, you start it. 
I may not have come out in the public to say you, this and that and that and that. Oh, yeah. So over the years, you see that every gift, every one of the gifts, if only you are prepared to start working in it. Some of you are prophets. Some of you are prophets. And I'm telling you, what will make your ministry work is the prophetic. Yes. I remember one, 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 one prophet. What happened was he went to school. He went to school. I think it's your secondary school. And when he was, I think something happened in the classroom. Either the classroom collapsed or the classroom fell down or something. Or he fell down. So he was unconscious and he was rushed to hospital. When he woke up, he was in the hospital. Are you listening? Yes. When he woke up, he was in the hospital. And um, the nurse came to look after him. So when the nurse was looking after him, he suddenly knew her name. Yeah. He said, ah, your name is this. And uh, you have this problem. He told her her problem as she was nursing him. Oh, yes. One talent. That was the beginning of his prophetic ministry. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Today, his prophetic ministry is not in one talent. It's in a big, big time something. Yeah. So I, I believe that some of you, you know, because some people are naturally that way. Like you are born with an eye. You are born with visions, dreams, revelations. You see angels. This is, this is how you are. Yes. And others are, don't come with anything like that. But it's your gift that makes you nice. It's the gifts that are bestowed on you that make you beautiful. And God needs you to take the gifts seriously. Every one of us here, every one of us here need to take the gifts seriously. Amen. And as we take the gifts seriously, as we take the gifts seriously, the gift will start to make a place for you amongst ministers. And a place for you at the table. Yes. Hallelujah. Because a gift makes room for a man. Yes. And they may be older than you. They may be younger than you. But the gift of God is going to make the difference. Now, when it comes to the apostolic ministry, you must realize that without taking the apostolic ministry seriously, you cannot. This is a big one. Apostolic is the biggest. Because apostle can do almost everything that the others can do. Yes. So what is the first thing about apostolic ministry? The first key to your apostolic ministry is number one is what? Do not compare yourself. Amen. That's a big mistake. Do not compare. Ashes, you know something? Hello. You see, I see you as clearly as you see me. So your movement, your talking, your meetings, your orders, it disturbed me. I, I, I don't know because nowadays we don't know when something is happening, what people are moving. So it actually has an effect on me and my preaching. So I am unsettled by the plenty of movement and plenty of people standing there. So I want to beg you, 
you know, take your seat, join the service, and let the essential people be there. No one should be outside. But the movement, it does affect me. I notice it, and it affects my preaching. Please be aware of that. It really has an effect on me. So I, I notice all the movement. This one's coming, going. Somebody's coming, coming up and up. It's affecting me. So please, everybody should just sit at where you are. And if there's any movement that is unusual, we'll all see. Okay? So I don't think there's any need for more than one person standing and then also not moving. And remember that your real ministry is not ushering. It's I've been an apostle, a prophet, a pastor, a teacher. Okay. What is the first thing about your first step to apostolic ministry, please? Do not compare yourself. Number two is what? I didn't hear anything. Know your sphere and your region and your territory. Number three? Marital commitment. Marital commitment. How many are maritally committed? Oh, yes. Let me tell you something. Don't let anybody shake your commitment. You know, just make sure you don't join the group of dropouts. Just make sure you don't join the group of dropouts. Can I have an amen from somebody? Yes. Because there is going to be a list by the end of Lighthouse Chapel International Kodesh family, UD, whatever, this ministry, there is going to be a list of those who fell out along the way. Yes. And try with all your heart to not be in that group. That group is in Hebrews. You will see what he says in Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 38, the just shall live by faith, and if any man draw back, if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him, but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. In other words, we are not of those that draw back. Just make sure you remember these two verses in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38 and 39, that if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. And then he goes on to say, we are not of them that draw back. So make sure you never draw back. I'm telling you, if you are going to benefit from ever even coming to this camp, knowing God, serving the Lord, it will be by not drawing back ever and continuing to the logical conclusion and the very end of the road. Oh, yes. That must be your thought and your mind. 
And if that mind is not in you, you'll find there will be many reasons to draw back one day. And I, sometimes when people, sometimes people come and say, oh, I'm leaving, this person says he's leaving, or I'm leaving. So I look at them and I say to myself, oh man, you joined the list of the drawbacks and the fallouts and the dropouts. You joined this list. It's an unfortunate list. It's an unfortunate list. Yes. Recently, I formed an organization called AD. Our affiliated denominations. Made up of pastors, but also of some pastors who've left. And, you know, they, they, they sort of want to come back. You know, sometimes after going at a point, it's not easy to come back. You see? But, you know, I decided to just form that so that, you know, yeah, make a way. Make a way. Oh, yes. Because they are also my children. Amen. Yes. But one of them came and said, look, we've gone around and around and around. And home is home. I mean, he said, look, what we preach is what we learned here. You know, we, we are reading the books all the time. We join flow prayer. We are in everything. All right? So, marital commitment. Decide to be maritally commitment, committed. Don't decide to be just around and hang around till the situation changes. Yes. Recently, our church went through, in the last year or two, went through, you know, serious attacks. I was just watching to see who is going to fall off and who will be left after. We have been through this over and over. Oh, yes. We've been through this over and over. So it's just a matter of who will drop out and who will survive. Yeah. Because some will, some will be lost. In every world, you know, you go and you finish. And who died? You know, who died? Who was shot? Who was killed? Who came back home? Then we continue. Yeah. Because it's a war. And Satan is throwing and hurling bombs and arrows. If, if Satan, if you were the devil, you would attack something that is growing and winning souls. Look at all the young people here. So many of you here are children of pastors. Children of members, people that have been here for years. Where's, where's Ike's daughter? I hear she was the one speaking the other moment. Where, is she? Where are you? What's her, what's her name? Mommy, mommy, what? Yeah, were you the one down here speaking? And she was sitting here, but now you are the one, you are here. Remove from here a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh. Your daddy was taking pictures at the, hosp- at the hospital, Felipe. Oh, yeah. Many, oh. many, many years ago. I mean, you are not being thought of. <laughs> ah, here you are. Yeah. And this is what Satan doesn't want. Mm. He doesn't want the people's children. You know, at this age, you can you imagine what you'll be doing? Look at how beautiful and uh, rosy you are. Hey! Hey! Beautiful and rosy. Wow. Oh, what I'm saying is not, uh, not true. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Say it. 
really hurt the devil is that the children would serve the Lord. Mm. It's very painful. Because you see, you don't, you don't realize. You see, a child can go this way or this way. Wow. Very easily. We have children that have gone different directions. Mm. And it's one of the heartbreaking things. Wow. The heartbreaking thing Mercy. is when children go astray. Mercy. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Heartbreak. You want to break somebody's heart. It's take <coughs> the person's child. Wow. Astray. Yeah. Wow. Most, most parents, they have changed their status on the phone to the child. Not the husband at all. Changed. The 
It's the same thing. Same That's all thing. that we do. Wow. Yes. yes. A, is there any mission? Is there anything you'd like me to do when I arrive? It's witnessing prayer, front, uh, teaching, and building the church. Wow. Is there anything special? Has the Lord said anything? This is what He has said. Don't be spooky. Just go and do. Amen. Oh. My brother in Hawaii. These are the simple things. This special. The Lord is there. There's nothing. Don't blink your eyes. Just do the, the simple things. Huh? What's the next one? The message of the gospel. Amen. Amen. That is number what? What's number seven? You don't have number seven? No. Okay. That's why we are here. Wow. We came for this. Yes. Now, verse 5 of 2 Corinthians chapter 11. For I suppose I was not a wit behind the very chiefest apostles. You know? And the word a wit, it means um, you know, I was not in any way behind. Yes. I was not behind. Alright? I didn't fall short in any way behind the very chiefest apostles. In other words, he's a very good example of an apostle. Then he says, for though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge. (laughs) But we have been truly made manifest among you in all things. Amen. Sit down for a moment. The next key for your apostolic ministry is knowledge. Yes, knowledge. Now, notice this chief apostle, how many letters he wrote to his Ephesians, to the Colossians, to the um, Galatians, Hebrews. That's a mark of an apostle. He knows a lot. And then he writes a lot. Okay. Wow. Wow. Alright? Yeah. yeah. He knows a lot. He and then he writes a lot. Mm. You get it? Yeah. Mm. So to be an apostle, you must start to know a lot wow. more than you know. And it is through the knowledge that you start to have that is one of the key ways by which your scent changes. Wow. Wow. You see, knowledge causes you to emit a scent. That is why You know, even I think when you eat certain foods, you smell of certain things. 
Is it not true? Like what? Banku. It makes you smell of what? Fermentation. So it, it makes a smell come on your skin. On your clothes. Oh, cross soup. Shh. What about garlic? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Onion, onion. No, no, listen, you people. I'm serious. Do you know any food that people eat and then it has a smell on their skin? What? Curry. Curry. Curry, yeah. Garlic. Yeah. And does Banku do that as well? Huh? Curry. Garlic. Onion. onion. And what else? Onion. Onion. Fish. Yeah. When you eat a lot of fish. Please, no, no, I, I, I want to understand. You are educating me. So tell me, what are you saying? When you eat what? Sardines. When you eat a lot of sardines, you smell of the sardines. Not your breath, oh. Like it's gone, you brush your teeth, it's gone, but it smell, your, your body smells of everything. Okay. I don't mean your breath. Okay. Everybody's breath smells of what you've okay, eaten. Okay, okay. But I mean something that you eat and then it comes out. Yeah. Curry. Curry, yes, yeah. Curry yeah. and garlic, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. African soup. Which African <laughs> soup is that? Hey! Hey! Oh, 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 oh. Hey! What is African soup? Prophet! 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 There must be water. African soup. Hey. What, what do you understand by African soup? Tell us. Okra soup. Does it smell on your skin? It smells all of you over your body. Any soup will smell. Whenever my mom cooks, it will all smell. Whenever your mom makes it smells. Oh. Where's the microphone for the lady? Uh, you said your mother does what? So, like, when my mom cooks soup, the whole house will smell. When you leave the house, you'll also smell, like, the soup. That's why, like, Africans have this scent that... <laughs> quiet, quiet, quiet. Allow, listen. 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 Under... Please, I'll stop. I say, under the United Nations Charter, she's entitled to her opinion. It's one opinion. So let her finish saying what you say. Uh -huh. Yes, please. So, like, Africans sometimes... I'm also African, so I beg. I, oh, oh, yeah, allow her to finish, yes. Yeah, so... What I'm, so I'm saying that there's a certain scent that you can smell, like, as you go anywhere, they just smell like that. Like, we smell like that. It's like the food, you know, that I think it's the soup that just, you know, soup. as soon as you cook, 
you wear it, you smell it. Like you wear it, you smell it. Yeah, it's really something. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, and it's not the best smell, too. Okay, okay, okay. That's her opinion. Allow her. African soup smell. have a certain sense. I don't know if that is the case. Soup smell. (laughs) Honestly, shh. I honestly, please. Honestly, I have no idea as to whether that that is true or not. I know about garlic and curry and Onions, yeah, yeah, and so on. But I don't know about the African soup. So we'll, we'll, we'll find a place after church. Okay. We are going to work on it to find out about okay. this African okay. soup thing. So anybody who knows about the African soup thing can give us with information, come up with information. But that will be after. Shh. Now, knowledge is something that you take in. Do you see? Something that you take in. In the realm of the spirit. And in the realm of the spirit, it actually changes, do you see? Your scent. Now what I'm saying about the scent is not just talking. Mm. But all through the Bible, you see this revelation. Right there. And your ability to even smell and to perceive things changes. Yours, your sense changes and what you are able to sense and and scent changes. In the realm of the spirit. Wow. Teach us. Yeah. And then also it changes what you are able to do. Wow. Okay. I'll show you. Wow. Show us. Go deeper. Go deeper. I hope I'm actually in a camp. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Isaiah chapter 11. Wow. And I'll show you. Teach us. A word that you'll be surprised. Wow. And Isaiah 11, verse 1. What does it say? There shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall go out of his roots. Is that not so? Yeah. Then it says that. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Mm. 
Amen? Amen. And what is going to happen? The spirit of wisdom and understanding. Amen. Amen. And the spirit of counsel and might. Amen. Amen. And the spirit of knowledge. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Teach us. And of the fear of the Lord. So knowledge, understanding, that's what Paul was talking about, him being an apostle. His apostolic grace, and I'm showing you how to be an apostle, wow. is revealed in knowledge. Wow. Knowledge that you have. Now he says Jesus, who was the chief apostle, the apostle of our faith, was prophesied of in Isaiah. Mm -hmm. Now it said, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and of the fear of the Lord. Now what's going to happen when knowledge and all these things come on you? Teach us. Teach us. We came for this. Hmm? Tell us. Shall make him of quick understanding. Now, you see, that word understanding, put the two verses together. Can you put the two verses together? Two and three. Two and three together, just about making it smaller. Wow. All right. Now, are you with me? Yeah. This word, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, this word understanding is different. Are you looking? Yeah. I, I, maybe I should go oh, to the bishop. Preach, oh, preach, preach, preach. You're helping us. You're helping us. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. It's for us. Look at it. Look at it. That word, wisdom and understanding, Counsel, might, knowledge, that understanding is the word is repeated again in verse 3. It says, and shall make him of quick understanding. Wow. Now, that understanding is different from this understanding. Okay. In, the, in the Hebrew, in the Hebrew, the understanding up there is bina, bina, wow. something like bina. And the one down here is ruach. Wow. So this one means understanding. Verse 2 one means understanding. Oh, wow. shall, and then when it says, shall make him of quick understanding, that word understanding is smell. Wow. Yeah. Hey, we are learning. We are learning. That word is smell. It shall wow. make him of quick smelling. Wow. You are helping us. Yeah. Teach us. Teach us. Yeah. Shall make him of a quick smell. Wow. I can read it out to you. Oh, read it. Us, read it. A primitive root to breathe only to smell by implication to perceive. Wow. So you, you have the more wisdom and understanding and spirit of counsel 
a spirit of knowledge, a spirit of the fear of the Lord, it makes you of quick smelling. You, you, wow. you, you, you just know and perceive oh. and smell and sense. Oh. And you, 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 you sense, smell the sense. Okay, okay. Yes. Differently. Because you have received a certain level of knowledge. Okay. Yes. It's a revelation. Spirit of wisdom. Wow. Knowledge, understand, and shall make him of quick smell. Wow. He's a quick smeller. Wow. Hey, we came for this. Yes. Wow. You're helping us. You know, one day my, my daughter brought a small dog oh, okay. to the house. You see, now this is a very loving dog. Aww. You see, little one. When he sees you, he will wag his tail, roll over, spin around. I mean, like he's so happy. So when I saw him, I was also attracted. To the, to the dog. You listen to the story first. <laughs> now, I thought to myself, I am so great. That's why this dog is so happy to see me. The way he spins around and rolls over and wags and turns, it's just too fantastic. And the dog has seen his hero. Now, a few days later, I saw that this same dog met another person and did exactly the same things for the other person. Forgive, forgive, forgive. forgive. The same tricks, rolling around, walking, turning, rotating. I saw him doing for another person. I said, no, 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 no. This, this is not any special dog. From oh. that day, I didn't mind the dog again. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Oh. Because the dog couldn't sense hmm. that I was the house owner. Wow. He saw everybody as a, a wow. great person. Wow. It was not a quick understanding. Mercy. The differences in the people. Couldn't smell the differences. Everybody is the same to him. You perform 100%. Hmm. Oh, yes. yes. That's why, as a girl, you shouldn't go and perform for so many different people. Your girls are here. Your Doing girls your are tricks here. for so many people. Yay! Oh, say more. Say more. Say more. I hope I'm not talking to myself. Say oh! We are here. We are here. Your girls are here. Your girls are here. Your tricks. And your aerobics. Yay! And your antics. Everywhere hey. for everybody, hey. the same. Hey. Mm. Mm. 
SS. You can't sense that this is the wrong place Mercy. for this. Mercy. Mercy. Tell the person standing next to you, he knows about you. No, he knows about you. He knows about you. <laughs> Forgive. You're preaching, you're preaching. Listen. An apostle is full of knowledge. Yes, real knowledge. Wisdom. Understanding. All the facets and the aspects of knowledge and understanding. And it changes his sense and his ability to smell and to perceive. You see, until knowledge has had that effect on you, knowledge has not really affected you. Wow. It's a revelation. Until knowledge has had this effect, knowledge, understanding, wisdom has had this effect on you, changing your ability to perceive and to relate. Okay, okay. Knowledge has not really had the effect that it's supposed to have on you. Thank you, thank you. And that's why sometimes you are not ready to even receive certain information. Because it will not even have a certain effect on you. You see, when Jesus knew the woman had been caught directly in adultery, it it did not have a certain effect on him to make him even want to judge her or to kill her. That knowledge didn't change him. So that's why sometimes you you must actually take your time before you have certain knowledge. Because if knowledge can come to you, but it still doesn't change your perception or even your ability to see. that What what they were finding here to have been doing, all of them have done it before. Yes, yes. Always done. That's why Jesus said, okay, we are going to execute her. And this is how we do it. We are going to start okay, with the okay. first person who hasn't done something. Hey, hey. And then they remember. So Jesus knew the kind of people that he was dealing with. Yeah. So many of you have the books, but the knowledge has not entered you. Go there, go there, go there. Yes. Go there. And therefore, your scent has not changed. Mercy. And your ability to smell has also not Mercy. changed. Mercy. Preach to us. Uh, yes. It's not really knowledge that you have in you. Wow. It's wow. not. Wow. It's not. And so, your scent has not changed. So, you, you, many of you here, your scent, you see, like I said, Jeremiah 48, 11, he said, you have not and the reason why your scent has not changed, even though you have the books and the messages, because it's because of this. It says you've not been emptied. And it's because you've been at ease. Look at the scripture. It says Moab has been at ease. Because you've been at ease and you've not worked hard. And you've not, you've settled into things in America. You've settled into things. And then you've not been emptied from vessel to vessel. That means transferred from here to here. When you are empty from vessel to vessel, you are moved from here to here, okay. moved from here to here, okay. moved from here to here, moved from here to here. Okay. That's what it means, emptied from vessel to vessel. Wow. Yes. And then it says, neither had he gone into captivity. Wow. Like you've not had 
a certain restriction. Amen. Captivity means restriction. Okay. Okay. And some of you, you can't even take the little restriction that comes at home. Oh. When your daddy says this, your mother says this, you know, I don't, you can't tell me what to do. I don't want you to, you can't make me do this. I don't want to do this and that. And just a little captivity is a problem for you. Oh, you're helping us. Thank you, thank you. So, all that contributes to the fact that your scent, look at the scripture, your scent, be active, Mr. Man, your, your taste remains, and your scent has not changed. You still smell just an American baby. Oh, Somebody born and bred here. And that's all. You see, but if you look at me, you can't tell where I was born and where I was bred. Yes. Where I was born and where I was bred. It's not the main thing about me. Yes. It's not the your smell is the first thing you notice. If you come near somebody, you, you, before you note anything, whether the person's is, uh, skin is hard or soft or whatever, you smell something. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Some of you, if you come here, your hair is smelling badly. That's the first thing that we smell is that terrible hair that has been sweated in for weeks and months. Has never been washed. Forgive. Mercy. Forgive. So that is why, that is why for some of us, what you need is to actually go away from America. Some of you will be more useful for America if you go away from America and come back empty from vessel to vessel. Yes, yes. You will be useful if you were to transfer from one state to another. Wow. Or if you were to go from one school to another. Wow. Or if you were to move from here to here. Wow. Or even have some restrictions. Mm. Things that restrict you. Yeah. you see, and many times God arranges all these things. But we rebel against them. Yes. And we don't want to be Mercy. controlled. And we don't want to learn. Even yes. at the camp. Come at this time. Oh. Leave at this time. Stay at this time. No one is a problem. Listening. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that you can't control pornography. Mm. You can't control taking weed. Mm. You can't control taking drugs. Mm. You can't control your sexual behavior. Mm. You can't control the, the, the captivity and the restriction mm. that God gives you. You can't control that. It shows that even though you've read the books or maybe you've seen the books, it hasn't had that impact on you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's true. So you have the knowledge, but it is not what you really need. Help us. You need more than the knowledge. You need all these things so that your your scent changes. And you notice, receiving wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, fear, power, and might, spirit of the fear of the Lord, then your scent changes. And you are able to smell even differently. You smell wow. and you notice wow. differently because of the different 
combination of knowledge and wow. understanding that God gives to you. Wow. wow. Thank you. So, to be a great apostle, you see, one of the greatest apostles was Moses. He mm. wrote a lot. Mm. Mm. You okay. see that he knew a lot. His, his words and his writing are still used in the law books wow. today. Mm. All over the world. 6,000 years later. Wow. wow. Jesus Christ, the great apostle of our faith. You see his words as lasting through mm. the generations. Yeah. You see Paul, a great apostle, his writings, mm. and he seemed to have some deeper knowledge. When we read Ephesians and Colossians, we don't understand it so well. Mm. Hey. They are complicated things and deep things. Hey, dimensions. Is it not true? It's true. It's true. Yes. So, it is important that you become deeper in your knowledge. Wow. Yes. Deeper in your knowledge. Wow. As for the books that I've written, they are there already. Mm-hmm. It's up to you whether you even read them. Okay. Whether you use them. Mm. But the knowledge that would make you an apostle is there. Wow. How to make a church grow. Wow. How to shepherd how to evangelize, what to preach when you are evangelizing, how to be anointed, how to grow in the anointing, how to flow in the anointing. Thank you. I mean, how to to do what? Just name how to. Somebody said to me, somebody said to me the other day, he said, ah, you are the champion of how to. How to do something. you can understand. How to. How to be an apostle. I'm talking about it now. We came for this. We came for this. Compare yourself. That is one. We came for this. I said, look at your territory. Yes. 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 You're helping us. I said, what? Marital 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 commitment. Yes. Holiness. 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 Simplicity. Simplicity. Oh. The gospel. Yeah. And now I'm telling you knowledge. Wow. Yeah. Knowledge until until the scent hey. and your ability to hey. smell yeah. changes. Hey. Yeah. Amen. And I, my, my prayer mm. is that that scent, oh, yes. your scent is oh, going yes. to change as Amen. well as your ability to smell. Amen. Thank you. Yes. Amen. You see, knowledge has a scent. Second Corinthians chapter two, verse fifteen. Mm. Knowledge us. has a smell. When Teach the knowledge us. eventually gets into you, it says, "We are of for God a sweet savor of Christ in them that are saved and them that perish." Verse sixteen. To the one, we are the savor unto death; to the other, the savor of life unto life. Look at verse fourteen. Verse fourteen. Yes. Now, thanks be to God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savor of the smell of his knowledge. The smell of his knowledge. 
by us. Knowledge has a smell. Change the version. You see smell or scent. One of the versions. Yes. Teach us. Wow. He uses us to tell others about the good news and to smell the good news like a sweet perfume. But go on, go on, another version, another version. You should have about 17 versions. <laughs> NIV, NIRV, spreads the fragrance, fragrance, the aroma. Aroma. Yes. Aroma of the knowledge of him. Aroma of the knowledge. Knowledge has a smell. And what else? There's another one with smell. There's one, one version with the word smell. Shall I go and get it myself? I'll go get it myself. Oh, yes. Okay, I'll read here since you can't find it. Are you ready for my reading? Yes. I am grateful that God always makes it possible for Christ to lead us to victory. God also helps us spread the knowledge about Christ everywhere. And this knowledge is like the smell of perfume. This knowledge is like the smell. It's one of the versions. I thought you were in America, you know everything, get all the versions. We don't know, we don't know NATO. We don't know NATO. We don't know NATO. This knowledge is like the smell. The knowledge is like a smell. So when you see somebody who has knowledge, Mm. it gives off a certain smell. Okay. Yes. No, no. Knowledge everywhere like a No. He said, this knowledge is like a smell. Wow. Yes. The aroma. Wow. The savor wow. of his knowledge. Hey. The smell of his knowledge. Hey. The smell of his knowledge. Want it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Spreading the aroma mm. of the knowledge. The aroma or the scent mm. of the knowledge. Some of you just smell of garlic. You smell of hey. garlic. You smell of African soup. Hey. That's African all that you soup. Hey. Instead of smelling of the knowledge of God. Oh. Hey. Mercy. Mercy. But you know, different tribes, yeah. different nations have different senses of smell. Yeah. 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 You go to different countries and there's a smell. Yes, yes. I once went to a country which uh, they eat um, something cabbage. You know, there's a smell everywhere. The smell is actually in the country. The whole country. And it's from that food. Wow, okay, okay. They put something with cabbage. Wow. Kimchi? Kimchi? (laughs) We are learning. All right, sit down, sit down, sit down, everybody.
So Paul said, I am not behind any apostle. I'm as good as any apostle, but not in knowledge. I have knowledge. And that's what made him a great apostle. Now, verse 7. 